0: everyone, Jim Phoenix here. Welcome back to another amazing episode of Invite Me In. Whoa, spooky, spooky. It's Season of the Buffy Witch. No, some Buffy the Cheerleading Vampire Slayer. There you go, Vampire Slayer Season 1, Episode 2. Oh yep. man, I can't wait for Episode 2. And of course, we've got the... Person who's never seen it before, me, and the person who's seen it once recently, boom, Travis, say hello. Hello. And we've got the super fans of Xander, say hi. Hello. And Jess say hello. Hello. All of this of season two. If you have not listened to season one recap, me neither, but you should probably do that right now. And come on back, sit on down, stretch your legs out. If you're a super fan, great. Join us. Let us know how we're doing. If you've never seen Buffy, maybe this will get you off your butt. It hasn't gotten me off my butt yet, but I'm, I'm starting to get there. I'm starting to get there. So without any further ado, take it away, guys. Season two, episode two. Season two. Wow. Season one, episode two. What's the title? What's the title of this episode?
1: The, the Harvest. Harvest.
0: The Harvest. Wait, wasn't the title of the last episode? Was the no. Oh, that's right. Never mind. Uh, what was the title of the last episode? Should I just like pilot?
2: Welcome to the Hellmouth.
0: Welcome to the hellmouth. All right, cool. So the harvest and I'm guessing this has to do with plants.
1: And
2: Yes, exactly accurate.
1: Awesome. Vegetarian vampires.
2: Oh, good. Oh, it, so we're at Twilight podcast now.
1: Yes. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I you know, I you know for Twilight I did like that movie. I'll tell you right now and because they, they really took vampires in a new direction.
3: Mostly See, downward, but all the still.
2: Twilights are on Netflix and I'm trying to get Travis to watch
3: Yeah, it. Jesse actually <laughs> brought that up last night. She's like, you know what? We should watch it. And-
1: I will go ahead and just say this right now. I will respectfully skip that podcast. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: uh, the, you know, yeah, I know. Uh, how many Twilights were there? Like 12? Uh, four? Four. Three
2: four books five four movies five. I think there's a new book now
1: God. Oh, no. which is just th-
2: the first book but from Edward's yeah. perspective so creepier and
1: because of Twilight we also have Fifty Shades of Grey because of Twilight and yes yes we that, do we
0: also have Buffy the Vampire Slayer exactly no, wait, because of Buffy we probably have Twilight that's what happened yeah. so okay Twilight versus Buffy who would have in a match Buffy. I mean, Buffy okay Buffy would kill everyone in Twilight just like yeah, Sp- yeah. style why? Because she's a
3: vampire Slayer, <laughs> or is it like that queer of a gap?
1: Or I just don't like Twilight.
3: Ah, all right, Jesse, you're the unbiased one.
1: I mean,
2: she's way stronger than them.
3: Okay, like, wow. she's just there. Well, she got overpowered by this vampire in the last episode. So,
2: I mean, she's true. not infallible, but these these other vampires, like. In the last Twilight, there's like this whole big epic battle, but there's actually not because she's like, oh, I saw it all with my mind. So we're going to prevent it in the first place.
3: Well, that sounds stupid.
2: There's no real fighting in Twilight. It's all just like, um, I think this werewolf wants to sleep with me, but he actually wants to sleep with my baby.
3: That's hot. Oh, uh, yeah. that's just- You
2: called Giles creepy, but you're <laughs> defending the werewolf pedophile.
3: Amen. <laughs> uh, <sighs> don't judge.
0: One's British. You know? (laughs) Basically the same. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so for episode two, The Harvest, how does it start? What's the call open?
1: Uh, Well, it it starts open with a a cliffhanger because you see everybody surrounded by vampires in the cemetery. Um, Jesse and uh, Xander and Willow are all surrounded by vampires Buffy, is by Luke the Vampire, Buffy is pinned down in, inside a coffin about two seconds away from being bit. Um, and yeah, speaking of Luke the Vampire, I was looking him up, and the guy that played him, guy by the name of Brian Thompson, had already been doing movies and TV shows for like 10 years before this. Like, his first movie role was the original Terminator.
2: Really? Wait,
0: uh-huh.
1: What? Yeah, the, the Luke vampire... And then he was also in Um Cobra, the Semester Stolen action movie. Oh, yeah. that he, was the, he was the night slasher. He was the bad guy. And then oh, on wow. top of that, if you guys have seen Mortal Kombat Annihilation, the totally not horrible sequel.
0: There's a sequel to Mortal Kombat?
1: Yeah, it's awful. But no, he plays Shao Kahn. So this guy has been around making movies and TV since 1984. Wait, he
0: plays Shaka Khan. How Shao does that Kahn. Work oh, Shaka. Yeah. Shock, shock economic. How
1: does that even work? No, he's been around since he's been doing movies and TV shows since 1984. Oh, cool. he's a one. And so he had already been doing movies and TV shows for almost fifteen years before he had even done Buffy.
0: Well, that yeah. that's a great way to get into high school.
1: <laughs>
2: I don't think we also explained to you last episode, Jim, that he's a he's a big dude. Like so okay. he's Big, he's broad, he monologues
1: he's broad within he monologues. his
2: chest. Yes,
0: <laughs> well, you know, vampires can sparkle, they can monologue.
1: Yeah, he he was also uh classically trained, so that's where the monologuing comes from.
2: I mean, that makes sense. It, it, he's
1: yeah.
2: he's good at the monologuing, um, but you know, it's just he did do uh, a
1: lot of stage work, but I was like, yeah, this guy had been I was like. It was one of those, he looks familiar even under the makeup. I'm like, oh, he was Shao Kahn in the shitty Mortal Kombat movie and had already been acting for 15 years before the TV show. So no wonder Mm -hmm. I've seen him in stuff before.
2: That that makes sense. But yeah, he was like, like, he
1: he has that distinctive look. And he's like, look, hey, I can't complain because it gets me work because you always need to have the bad guy.
2: Yeah, and uh, now that you're saying that, I'm just realizing we never see him out of vamp face, do we?
1: No, he's one of the only ones that doesn't.
2: Yeah, him and the master. I think.
1: Yeah, because even Dar- even Darla, you see, her, like at the beginning of the first episode, you do see her out of—I uh, guess you would say—out of character for at least a little bit. So, yeah, I think he's one of only the two, like, main vampires. I guess you would call it that, stays in character the whole time.
2: Yeah. So,
0: does Darla come back for the second episode?
1: Yeah, oh, everybody yeah. everybody that's still alive at the end of the first episode is back for the second episode.
2: Yeah, and they're they're dragging Jesse away in the cemetery. If you'll remember, he was a uh, Darla had already snacked on, on him a little bit, so he's pretty weak with blood loss as Xander and Willow are trying to escape with him. They're surrounded by the vampires and um they end up fighting not well um and Jesse gets dragged away. Okay, and so Buffy conveniently has a cross necklace that Angel gave her. Um, oh, he came bearing uh, gifts, yeah. And so she—that's how she gets away from Luke as she burns him with the cross.
1: De- it's the, the Deus Ex Machina.
2: Yes. Does Xander like help people get away on a skateboard
0: or like one of those like scooter things that like a Segway? Maybe. I think no, we cool.
2: we literally never see the skateboard again.
0: Oh. Yeah. Damn.
2: First scene only.
0: Only the first scene? They couldn't yep. afford it. They probably lost it. Like, I can't afford a new one. It's like 30 bucks.
2: Nicholas Brendan probably just lied on his resume and said he's a good skateboarder. And then they filmed that scene and they're like, yeah, no, we're not doing this anymore.
0: Yeah. yeah, like when we went good, we didn't mean like not kill yourself on it. But we needed like some tricks. Okay. Well, okay. Oh well. Oh well. So we set the tone early on. Boom. Got the burning cross. Ah, he runs away. Everyone's kind of happy. Does anyone talk about this at all at school the next day?
3: No. Yes. That was one of the things about this.
1: The kids do. They're like, oh, well, we need to figure out what's going on, but they never mention the fact that, hey, I wonder if Jesse's parents know that he hasn't come home yet, or, wow, where's the police to talk about how a kid went missing and people died at the Bronx last night? That never gets mentioned.
3: We'll discuss that too towards the end of this episode because like I have that, that's a whole issue that I have with this episode is they never recognize any of the shit that's going down. Like nobody gives a shit that people are dying around here. Like it's never brought up. Um, Yeah. Yeah,
2: but it, it, it does after credits. It starts off with Giles in the library, kind of giving his lecture about demons. He explains that whole vampires are technically demons thing. Um, and Willow and Xander are just like, they're in disbelief of everything that they've seen. Um, and Buffy's like, yeah, no, I did the same thing when I first found out this stuff was real. I was like, oh, surely I imagined it. It was a trick of the light. None of this is real. Maybe, you know, whatever. Um, so she's talking about how she went through this whole thing. Um, and also I just need to talk about the fact that Xander is wearing like a lime green shirt with mushrooms printed all over it. It was very distracting. I made a note of it. So am I.
0: Well, about the mushroom part? That's weird. It's more of an aquamarine, So it's not quite lime green. So that would be distracting lime green. But I wonder if that's just his cape. He's just a flare guy. Maybe that's what it is. He just needs some sort of flare. I have a question about the bronze from the last episode. I guess mm-hmm. sort of last episode, but more in point this one. So Willow and Jess were going out. Was that so, the two people?
3: they got picked up by vampires? Oh, they got picked up by vampires.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. And they're uh, the vampires are picking them up at a club of teens, but like that one guy, if he was in Cobra, he's got to look old as fuck. He wasn't there. He was there. not.
2: Yeah. No. He oh, was no, not he one there. of them
1: He okay. basically he's basically the master's like number two.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> number two. So he okay. So they use like age appropriate vampire looks for that club.
3: Yeah, yeah, despite okay. the outfits, they were young like, looking. Okay. And well, they they, time, they like,
2: looked Ooh. the same age as the rest of the actors. Oh, <laughs> we'll yeah. say that. Yeah, that's
3: <laughs> a better way to put it.
0: Okay, so <laughs> mid twenties. Cool. It, we're lucky. All right. Yeah, that was the one thing I couldn't get my head past. Mike. Okay, so they're going for virgins. Are like, hey, you're like thirty five. Sure.
3: At Actually, a to be five. fair, he would fit in with the doorman because the doorman is like even more Jack than Luke is. <laughs> yeah. 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 So but,
1: but see the one thing I did kinda like though is that um this wasn't a town where it's like, oh we're used to vampires and werewolves and and all this crazy stuff. Like the town has no idea. So they're so whenever Buffy's like, Hey, shit's about to go down, people are like, You're weird because this is you know this is they're still considered, you know, mythology, so this is a the fact that vampires and things it's new to people. Yeah, they're not out yet like true blood. That's the yeah, thing that uh, was.
3: it's weird to me though. Like, is this something that is just now happening in this town or has it been something that's been going on for some time? Because, I don't, because think the have,
1: I don't think they ever established that that is because the first episode started with Darla. So I don't know how, I don't think they really established on how far,
2: yeah. And it's but really con- it's really confusing, too, because we'll get some more of the Slayer lore as the series goes on. But as you know from the opening monologue, it's like into every generation a Slayer is born. And it's like, is this the only place in the world where vampires and things exist? No, because it's She was not. in
3: L.A. before where she put yeah. down a whole mess yeah. of them in a gym.
2: So it seems really <laughs> inefficient that only one Slayer would exist at a time. Although it's very convenient that she happens to have moved to Sunnydale.
3: Yeah, that kind of, I mean, it may be addressed later, but it kind of feels like that was deliberate. Like somebody orchestrated that potentially? Or am I off?
2: I literally am not going to spoil anything. Okay.
3: Aha, uh-huh. see the trick. Uh-huh. I was wondering the same thing, though. I
0: really want this. Was like, oh, maybe it's just like this yeah. big plan.
2: Yeah, it's like, is this convenient or is this just, you know, a plan? So I guess we'll see.
0: Is this Dr. <laughs> Strange breaking his hands in the first act? Huh? You know, and For those of you who didn't watch the movie, I hope I didn't spoil the, the first five minutes of it.
1: But Well no, that's also the origin of Doctor Strange to begin with, anyways, in the comics, so. Oh, is that okay? Alright. Yeah. Like, oh, that's okay. why he has to go searching because his hands were ruined and
0: Pre Destiny.
1: Was- <laughs> basically the, the movie is origin-wise the movie the first Doctor Strange movie is pretty spot on to the comics.
0: Sherlock Holmes. Cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we we have the
0: unrealistic aftermath, sort of, already starting, and no well, one kind of believes it?
2: So, really, the only people that have witnessed anything at this point are Willow and Xander, and they're in disbelief. Like, they believe it, but they don't, you know, like, what the fuck did we just see, kind of. Um, we're, we're not quite at that suspension of disbelief yet, okay. because there is going to be more shit going down at the bronze this episode. Oh, oh there's yeah. more shit at the
3: bronze? Okay. Yeah. Dude, the bronze is always popping.
2: Yeah. So, um, but we do see that uh, Giles is basically swearing Xander and Willow to secrecy about um, Buffy is a slayer and all of this. Um, And then they're trying to figure out how these vampires are getting around and they point out that there's tunnels all underground Sunnydale. Again, very convenient of for purposes not. of the show, which, you know, honestly, I'll give it to them in writing, they they didn't trap themselves into a corner with anything with this, at least.
1: They basically was like, hey, how did this happen? And they have at least somewhat of a legitimate reason. It's not like, oh, ta-da! Like, no, like, they do explain. Like, I noticed that, I don't know whether with the first two episodes are basically one episode. I don't know if they were filmed separately, or it was one long script. You could tell it almost seemed like at least between the two halves, there's different writers because... The characters themselves seem more developed and three-dimensional. They're not just one character training. Mm-hmm. And it it there's there's a big difference, I think, writing-wise between the first two episodes. But is <laughs> Hold it on, enough? I I'm
2: pulling it up now to see if they're different writers, because there are different writers for different episodes. Sure. And
1: right. it, it it does seem like the characters are like you see. Willow kind of falls into the, I'm the quietly strong character who, hey, I can do the computer stuff, and Xander is less weird. He's like, look, I just, because, you know, uh, Buffy's the slayer, um, Got Giles is, you know, her watcher, um, Willow's the, the computer girl, the smart one, and Xander... Kind of instead of just jumping in because he wants to, he kinda of wants to jump in and do things because he wants to feel if I'm gonna be part of this group, I wanna contribute.
2: Um, okay, so same writers, because it was Joss for both, but uh-huh. the director of the first episode was Charles Martin Smith and Joss Whedon, and then director of the second episode was let me scroll back down uh john t kretschmer so i don't know if it was necessarily a difference in script or a difference in directing
3: there but, but
1: there but there is a noticeable difference between the characters though
2: yeah yeah things become very quickly much more fleshed out
1: yeah well that, that's that, that's kind of
0: cool i mean and maybe they're just like hey we give a crap now and if you watch, and i did have i i kind of know what Willow looks like because I'm pretty sure that the person that looks just like my ex boss, which was kind of freaky. <laughs> but so she's got the she's redhead, right? She that's yes, yeah, okay. And then Xander is the skateboarder guy. Okay, got it. And Giles is just British. Cool, got it. Now, do they keep that secrecy? Yes. Do they? Wow.
2: Yeah. So basically they're they're trying to help out with things. Um you know, Will is talking about trying to figure out you know, uh the map for the underground tunnels and stuff and okay. Xander wants to help fight and when Buffy's like I don't want you getting hurt, he's like I want to be a real man. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So there there's you know, they want they want to contribute um which is Again, and this is just important to remember as we go on that this is not a typical situation for a Slayer. A Slayer is meant to be alone.
3: They don't establish that though, do they?
2: I mean, they kind of hint at it um, in the first episode.
3: Because Giles kind of seems into the whole team aspect.
2: I think Giles, now that he sees that Xander and Willow already know what's happening... And they have some useful information that he's just kind of going with the flow right now because they got shit to do. All hands on deck. And then Mm -hmm. Buffy thinks she's going to go try and uh, figure out where the vampires might have been. And as she's just walking out the front gate in the (laughs) middle of a school day, Flutie catches her. The principal. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're cutting class on your second day. And she's like, oh, I'm getting books for Giles. And he was like, nope, that's not how that works. So we do kind of have another adult being like, uh, this adult seems like he's not doing things the way you're supposed to. Yeah.
1: And, and I like that everything that's happened between the first episode and now has been one day. Yeah. Really? Yeah. This is all had So, um of the, the 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 beginning of the first episode prior to the credits was the night before then everything from the rest of the episode was literally one day, and this is day two, and all this shit's happened in basically th- what thirty hours,
2: yeah, just about mm-hmm. but yeah. uh. The good news is, even after Flutie locks the gate, Buffy is uh, super strong and can just has an insane vertical leap.
3: <laughs> in broad daylight, nobody noticed.
1: In heels, by the way. Well, as long as it's heels. But can, I mean, can we talk about how strong her ankles are? Because she's got like Bryce Dallas Howard and Jurassic World level <laughs> ankles. If she can do that in heels. No. I mean,
2: she, she fights evil and she does it
1: stylishly. Style. Yeah. What, what yeah. was that quote? I think Ginger Rogers said uh, of she can do anything that a man can do, but backwards and in heels.
2: Yeah, that's the gist of it.
1: Yeah. That
0: is kind of cool. Now, is this okay? When you're showing this and it's very uh girl power, I'm guessing?
1: Yeah, but it's not overly like girl power. The girls can do it. Guys are yucky. No, this is like, hey, This is not, basically, it's the opposite to where, oh, the blonde cheerleader, she's the damsel, and she needs to be saved, and now it's like, oh, no, the pretty blonde girl is the one that's going to kick you in the face. Yeah. Hmm. It's not, like, there's obvious, like, girl power and feminism, uh, inklings and touches to this show, but it's not overdone.
2: Yeah, plus we also have the character of Xander, who is, uh, not (laughs) feminist.
1: He so. basically, he, it's almost like in most shows, Buffy would be the damsel and Xander would be the hero, but in Buffy, Buffy is the hero and Xander kind of plays the damsel for the most part.
0: Yeah. How does, that, does that work well?
1: Yeah, it kind of does, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. throughout the series, you're it. like, oh, he's, he's basically, he's basically the eye candy mm. with Buffy being the hero. Mm-hmm.
3: They don't really, they kind of make him comedic, but they don't necessarily make him, like, helpless. Well, no, they don't really make him relatable, I guess, because he does, like, make a lot of, like, weird yeah, comments. Yeah, so I, I find
2: I, him yeah. insufferable for the first few seasons. His arc throughout the whole series, he improves, but I I do not like him, especially in this first season. And... Just gonna throw this out there. He was supposed to be written as Josh Whedon's insertion of himself. Oh
3: seriously? And so, yeah, and not a
2: good know,
1: look. And knowing what you know about Josh Wheaton, now I'm like, mm, yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Man, so Josh can play, or Josh can play the skateboard. Jeez, Josh can ride a skateboard too.
2: Yeah, that's how he came on to set the first day. He just went <laughs> 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 into it the been, studio and knocked everybody over. It might have been it was his
0: skateboard. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I was like, I need this back. I don't want to play it for too much. Okay, so it, it, it's it's getting there. I can I can kind of see things slowly forming up. So how do they go through the episodes? So they're looking for like the tunnels. Now you're defining roles.
1: Yeah, like so yeah. they get to the point where Buffy leaves the school. She finds she they figure out that with the tunnels that when Luke attacked her in the last episode he came from behind while she was facing the door. So they figure out oh. The mausoleum is the door in the tunnel to the underground where they go. Like, there's, they use logic to explain how this stuff happens. Like, oh, that was the tunnel. That was one of the entrances to the tunnel. We need to go back to the cemetery. And then, surprisingly, because, you know, he needs to prove himself, Xander shows up out of nowhere. She's like, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, well, Jesse's my buddy. Jesse's my best friend. I want to help save him, too. So she's like, well, shit, you're already here.
2: But Five. but first we see Angel again,
1: yes, and oh, yeah.
2: he's cryptic yet again, and uh, eventually Buffy's just like you know what I have to go do this, so you just you know whatever, shut up. And then he gives her directions for what to do when she gets in there. And then uh, she she calls him friendless, basically. Yeah,
3: dude, <laughs> I saw the pain in his face whenever she said that. It's like, don't you have friends? And he just like immediately frowns it's in like, the it, silence. It,
1: it, it's like that Simpsons episode with Ralph and Lisa with the, the Valentine's. Like, and at this point, you can see where his heart breaks. Yeah, yeah. it's
3: exactly like that. I thought it was it's pretty good. Company. Oh,
2: and then, and like, then I've uh, been
1: friend zone but at that point, even I'm like bra
2: well and then she's like "All right, I'm going in wish me luck and then she walks away and she's like all the way down the hall and he goes good
3: luck (laughs) it's like he whispers (sighs) he's like good luck (laughs) like he secretly wanted her to do well but he didn't want her to know but he had to say it (laughs) like oh god so
0: it is it's a bit
3: painful then
0: now just asked last time do I want to watch it maybe just for this scene (laughs) <laughs> maybe i just watched episode two just like not even this first one i have no idea i was like watched the first three minutes and then like this episode that that's amazing that that's so sad it's, um, it's high school I,
2: I also want to point out we get a nice little bit of willow sass um because cordelia i love that
1: scene. Yeah. i love that scene
0: willow's oh sass I thought it said yeah. Willow's that I was like,
1: ooh.
3: No. I
1: really want to watch this show, you're right. <laughs> no, no. This Tell scene was song? great because I was I was I wasn't necessarily Willow, but I was the kid that always got picked on. So this scene is very cathartic to me.
2: Yeah, so Cordelia and Harmony are in computer class and they're just being shitty in general. And they finish their program and they've made all kinds of snarky comments. And Will is just annoyed. And she's like, Well, what do we do? How do we, uh, you know, finish up the program? And she says, Oh, hit the deliver button, which is actually the delete button. I didn't so even when they think hit it, that. it goes like, all their work yeah, is gone.
3: like, whenever she said that, like, I was like, deliver button. And then, like, <laughs> whenever I saw her, like, hit D-E-L, I was like, oh, that's <laughs> what she meant. Like, that was really smart.
1: And to that be fair, though, cool. that scene, because th- th- that scene was there to establish, hey, we're going to the bronze again tonight. Even though there was an attack the night before, we're still going because that's what the popular kids do. And then they also reveal later on, oh, so this was basically a scene strictly to show that, you know, Hey, Willow's got a little snark because they just, it's there just for that because they established later on. Oh, Hey, they're going to the bronze. So.
2: And, and honestly, it, it's such a nice moment of characterization for Willow uh-huh. that I forgot. It was episode two. I thought yeah. it was later on in the season. It and, sticks and she out. She wasn't
1: rude. She wasn't trying to be like, I'm going to get him. She goes, Oh no, go ahead and hit the deliver button. You'll be fine. Bye. Bye. Yeah, but we go like back she, Oh, she was trying to be helpful she's like no it's the deliver button you'll be fine
2: um we go back down to the tunnel and Buffy and Xander find Jesse in chains which Buffy is able to very easily break
3: was he in chains I thought he was just laying down on the ground
1: he was, I he was laying down on the ground
2: you acting, can be laying down and in chains
3: I, like I didn't guys. see the chains I just thought he oh, was just like this, acting like he was passed out on the ground this bondage, he was, great <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> um, <laughs> all high schools have right that that's the, it was like english ap bio and bondage that was my schedule yeah Um
2: the- yeah but uh so we see her break the chain and they're trying to find a way out um they see a bunch of other vampires whose makeup is uh clearly ripped off from evil dead um <laughs> jesse tricks them saying that he knows a way out but then they and end up like trapped into this little room and we see, uh uh-oh, Jesse's not Jesse anymore. He's a vampire. Did not see
3: that one coming. (laughs) No, Travis is not impressed. (coughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, because
2: they didn't know that he was a vampire. He wasn't in vamp face and he was just Uh, saying, oh, I don't know how I got down here. And so he's like, I think we go out this way. And then they wind up in this little room. He's a vampire. And basically Buffy ends up throwing him out at the other vampires that are coming at them. And she closes the door and uh
3: They crawl out through the crawl space or the the manhole cover.
2: Yeah. And they are they're escaping into the daylight, so the vampires can't follow them because they start smoking when they get into the into the day, into the sun.
0: Like cigarettes? Oh, <laughs> yeah. <bait>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: the yeah, new vampires just fake yeah. in the
0: sunlight. <laughs> it's, it's thirty boot
2: <laughs> Also, I just want to say there are a lot of um doors that got broken down in the first few episodes, and they're all such terrible effects. Oh my god, it's this like This was such- like, they yeah. put a layer of uh, aluminum foil across a doorway and have them fold it down. It's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. Well, that's
0: kind of how I uh, do my bedroom now, too. Uh, <laughs> aluminum foil and, so- and every once in a while. Yeah, it keeps the heat in and out.
1: And also keeps the alien mind rays from attacking him too.
0: Well, exactly. Yeah, that's what the blacklight's for too. So
1: I have seen signs. Areas. I've seen signs. I know how it works.
2: So when the master learns that uh, Buffy and Xander have escaped, he's pissed. And uh, the vampire that is relaying this news, his name is Colin. <coughs> uh, he gets stabbed in the eye. But yeah. I wasn't paying attention to the captions. You hear
3: a, you hear like a squish, and then the <laughs> subtitle said, "squishes <laughs> nose." But then, like, it's <sighs> clearly, like, him poking his eyes, so, like, I, it kind of looks like, is he, like, sticking it up his nose, or is he, like, poking his eyes? Or
2: I think it's just a typo in the captions. I think it's supposed to say squishing noise.
3: I probably, but I kind of like the idea of, like, in the script, it says, and squish his nose. <laughs> it's
2: like, <laughs> I pooped you.
0: Yeah. Poop your nose. <laughs> I, I, I
3: Now I want to watch
0: everything with captions. I, I, I think that's, that's... That's brilliant. And it's, uh... It kind of goes into play of it all. And it really does. Because you can get poked in the nose or the eye. And it's always fun until you cry. So the <laughs> master is not like ripping him a new one, he's just kind of like free stooching it. Essentially. He's like the um, best evil in the world and he's like basically Mo Howard. Okay.
1: Well no, he he because he screwed okay. off because well, they established earlier that when they originally bring Jesse in. Darla's like, oh, hi, I've already tasted him, he's he's good to go, Master, and Ma- he's, the, he's like, wait, I'm the Master, and you're bringing me scraps? I can't, I don't want this guy. So the Master's like, hey, we'll use him as bait, and then this happens yeah. before they... And then afterwards, once uh, Buffy and Xander escape, the vampire comes up and says, uh, hi, we failed, this, that, and the other, and Master's like, yeah, okay, Um, oh, by the way, you got something in your eye, funk.
0: Nice. Switch. Like the tail lights out. Boom. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, he's that cop. Okay, got
2: it. We Next cut quickly out. to Willow giving Giles some research about murders in the town, um, and then we cut back down to the tunnel where the master the master is monologuing now, talking <laughs> about the harvest. Um, the makeup department is super super mean because they gave Julie Benz like these dramatic false eyelashes on top of her like big forehead prosthetic. Like yeah. she can barely see. I
3: made a note in here saying, don't do ups <laughs> of these vampires. Like it's just not good. Like oh. maybe later in the series, if it gets better, but it just isn't looking good right now.
2: And Luke has on a like dude, bro shell choker necklace.
3: Oh, oh just, yeah!
2: We just—I needed to talk about Here, that for uh, a second. It's
3: the way he looks. He reminds me of that guy from Final Destination Two, the guy that won the lottery. Oh
1: yeah, I yeah. can see that. I mean, in his defense, it was 1997, and we did do that. Did we though? Yes. Did we? Oh,
2: I didn't. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I, 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 I was kid. the f- I was the flannel kid though.
2: I'm still the flannel yeah, kid.
1: <laughs> flannel my gay working. color, man. I wore a lot of flannels.
2: But yeah, so he, the master is talking about how Luke is going to be his vessel for the harvest. Basically what he's doing, since the master can't leave this underground area, Luke is going to go above ground and he's going to eat as many people as he can, which will give the master the strength to get out from underground and then start the apocalypse.
1: Yeah, yeah He put he puts the mark on his forehead to kind of be like a big old sign. It's like, hi, master's favorite right here. Excuse me, guys, going through.
2: It is an upside down version of the Tesla symbol. So Elon Musk is an a evil vampire. vampire confirmed. Oh,
3: damn. Uh, maybe.
0: <laughs> that explains a lot of his tweets now.
2: <laughs> Vampires in space when he gets out there. That's the well, sequel I, we're all waiting for.
0: Yeah, uh, They all eventually go there, don't they? <laughs> all things go to space. You know, yeah. What was it? Hellraiser went to space. Uh, Jason. Jason went to space.
1: Leprechaun, Leprechaun went to space.
0: Leprechaun, Jeff Bezos. They, all the big monsters all go to space.
2: I want to imagine that because Jeff Bezos' flight was eleven minutes. That Elon Musk is going to make his twelve.
1: Just to be that guy. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, Fucking pissing gosh. contest from billionaires. I hate it.
0: Yeah, right? a, a a public one. Yeah, a public pissing contest.
2: Yeah. I so love the pettiness of the FAA clearly establishing that they're not astronauts. Yeah,
3: they are
2: space tourists.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
0: Which we we could have here as well. As space, so basically so the Luke guy is mm-hmm. the master space tourist. He has to go out and like pac- Pac-Man it gobble everyone up.
2: Yeah, basically. Okay. Uh-huh. So, okay. yeah. So we, we have that. We know something is happening. This is what the harvest is. We cut back to the library, and this is where we officially established that this is called the Mouth and not just the Mouth of Hell. Um,
3: the hell Mouth. Big difference. Yeah,
1: there's totally two completely different things. <laughs>
0: yeah. One is a person I know in Vegas, and... Oh wait, that was a different thing. Sorry. Different podcast, guys. Sorry. <laughs> that was going deep. All right. Oh. That's what she said. I, <laughs> So they're at the club. They have to be clubbing, right? That, that's, that's so clubs. yeah.
2: So they've talked about what um, Giles has figured out that the harvest is happening based on his texts and the moon alignment and the date or whatever. I don't know, but he says that it's coming tonight and that they're going to have to they're going to have a feeding frenzy on pure blood. And Xander's like, well, they're going to the Bronze then. And I was like, well, how can you know that? And he's like, uh, duh, because that's where every young person in this town goes to at night. He's
3: like, I know even, this, where Jesse's gonna go.
1: <laughs> even though there was an attack there the night before, they're like, we have to go because we need to be seen at the bronze.
2: To be fair, <laughs> the night before, it was really just Darla and Thomas leading Willow and Jesse away, and Buffy almost attacking Cordelia. So yeah. as far as they know, Buffy's the only one, uh, the only issue. Just
0: another Wednesday night. Yeah,
2: yep.
1: basically.
2: And then, uh, we get a parent again, just Woo-hoo. for
1: Buffy's plot, mom.
2: plot purpose. Yeah. We get Buffy's mom who says she got a call from Flutie about her having already missed classes on day two. Uh, so she grounds Buffy, tells her she's not allowed to go out. Um, but Buffy's like mom. And then she just, uh, she packs up her holy water and backup stakes and goes out the window.
1: Yeah. Like, this was a good scene though, because you felt like, you know, the way the way Joyce portrays like she genuinely cares about Buffy.
2: Yeah, I think she she really does want Buffy to not like be- she believes in Buffy's ability to be a good student and not get in trouble and she's not like she's not mean about it. It's a it's a sensible thing for a parent to be like it's day 2 you got expelled from your last
3: yeah, school. We just you want moved to? here. Go-
2: yeah, we just moved here. You're already cutting classes. No, of course you cannot go to this club on a school night. It's perfectly <laughs> like she's not yelling at her. You know, she's just like, no. I but think yeah. it's reasonable parenting moment.
1: And they also established that um, her mom is trying to open up some sort of art gallery at yes. the same time. She's like, look, we just moved here. I'm trying to, we found a spot. I'm trying to open up an art gallery. I can't watch you every second of the day, you need to start becoming a responsible person and doing these things.
3: So do we actually see her sneak out the window?
2: I don't know if we ever, I don't
3: think so see, because we
2: just know she sneaks
3: out. Well, yeah, because she, she has to have dinner with her mom or else she would get in trouble. Cause her mom's trying to make her go downstairs and have dinner with her. And then later, <laughs>
2: no, but her, mom, her mom says, if you don't want to come downstairs, I get it. If you're mad at me. Oh, she did. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. well, Either way, I know that like later whenever she gets to the club, she talks about it. she's like, Well, I didn't know I was gonna be grounded, but like I didn't know like how she got out. Like
2: Yeah, and it, I, I might have projected that from later episodes where we see her actually sneak out the window. Yeah,
3: it's okay. like
1: what's taking what took you so long? It's like I got grounded, it took me a while to sneak out. Yep. That's
0: reasonable. I mean, she's killing people. I think grounding is the least that the mom yeah. can do. Okay, honey, oh. trying to keep it under 30 bodies this time. Don't burn down the gym. <laughs>
2: Lighting I don't to, need the uh, police here, again. Oh, man. So we get to the bronze. Um, inside, we see Cordy and the Cordettes. Um, she's talking they about...
1: Really that?
0: I'm sorry. Have they really called the Cordettes?
2: I don't know if it's ever actually officially said in the show. Yeah. Do you remember,
1: Xander?
3: Uh, I think... Offhand, I don't. No, I think that um they did say that in one of the episodes we watched.
2: No, Willow refers to her and Xander as Slayerettes.
3: No, I Stats. thought I heard Cordette at a point. Maybe not. Don't, I don't make know. me watch the show because I will. <laughs> I will watch the show just for that.
2: Oh, no. Don't, Jim. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't prep for the podcast or anything. Oh, no. My prep. This is the best
0: podcast I have because my prep is like nothing. It's like just show up and ask dumb questions. Like, oh, this happened.
2: Yeah. So uh, Vampire Jesse apparently is... Uh, I don't know if he's necessarily smooth. He just doesn't take no for an no, answer. No, he's not
3: smooth. He's just, it gives him like <laughs> that confidence, I guess, that tracks Cord doing No,
2: it's, she's not attracted. He literally grabs her and forces her to dance with him. She, like, no, she
3: it, like.
1: He gets kind of rapey almost at some
2: point. He does. Yes.
3: But she does say, okay, one dance, you know?
2: I just, I don't like
3: it. Like, I'm not saying it's good, but I'm not. Also saying she didn't like she was doing it against her will at that point. Like, she's like, OK, I'll dance with you one time.
1: I think she was trying to do it just to be like, fine, I'll dance once. Then you have to go away because.
3: I read it as she was into him at that point because he had his hair slicked back and, you know, he's looking a little pale. So he's looking pretty good right now. And then he just like goes up there and grabs her. And he's like, yeah, we're like, he tells her to shut up. He's like, shut up. We're dancing.
2: I don't I don't like that. I don't like that. Because he's bossy and not taking no for an answer and literally telling her to shut up that we're supposed to see it as he's so much smoother and more attractive now I don't like that piece of writing and I don't like Amen. that that is was what the interpretation is meant to be because oh. I do think that's how it's meant to come across yeah, that's but what it's I'm not saying. a good look and again look who wrote it
3: yeah again yeah. I'm not saying that's a good thing I'm not in support of him <laughs> but I'm just saying like that's definitely what's going on here like she it made her a little bit more attracted to him
2: like there's literally mm. one point in the upcoming fight where he has her pinned down to the floor and says you are not making this easy it's gross.
1: Like, it's one step away from, like, I'm not saying when it says it doesn't seem, it, it's not like it, oh, you may interpret it as it coming across as rapey. It's like, no, if this was not on network television, he pro- there would have probably been a rape attempt. I'm yeah. not even joking. It's that obvious.
0: Okay, now I'm going to exp- not explain this. I'm going to ask a question based upon the time this was done. Okay. And maybe not so much network, but just the, the time frame, which is what the mid 90s, I'm guessing. 97. 97 okay. Mid to late. I was teaching a class long ago in, in screenwriting, and this student from France never seen a John Hughes film. I'm like, okay. oh, yeah, you know, Pretty and Pink and Breakfast Club, you got to see these films. Like They define a generation. And she's like, great, I'm going to study John Hughes. And I, I think she did like uh, 16 Candles. And she was just aghast. It's like, you know, the whole film is about rape. I'm like, I literally
2: yeah. cannot get through Breakfast Club. John I, Bender I, I, under the table. Trying I, to take pictures of Molly Ringwald's skirt? No, can't do it. I, I just, it's so skeezy. And I don't wait, get how this is seen as such a lovable
0: it, movie. It, 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 it like, I generation, though. That's why. I do
1: think it's a product of the time. But at the same time, it's... Like, I, I would think that even if I, you know, like, I didn't watch this first run. I, you know, I'd watched it once it had gone on DVD. But even yeah. first run, once he had her pinned to the floor, you couldn't say, oh, there's a subtle, it's like, no, this is like, I... It's far along. Yeah, like... Yeah. This is, this is not subtle at all. No. Like, he's got her shoulders pinned to the floor, basically nuzzling her, it's like, no, just either... Hold still you know, and take it. Yeah, or it's gonna. You know, the, the more you struggle, the worse it's gonna be. Yeah,
0: and, and remember, kids, as we established many years ago, rape is not our sponsor. No, <laughs> and uh, you know, it's you have to look at the things that came out during a time framed in that time period. I remember Cab Calloway movies, where Cab Calloway, like many of the moocher. You know, most people know him as the beloved guy in Blues Brothers he straights out, smacks someone up, smacks his woman up because she didn't bring him a drink. The first five minutes of the show, I'm like, oh, Cab Callie was kind of an abuser.
1: Cool. Or like uh, um, Revenge of the Nerds. There was the scene where yeah. they were, you know, once again, I love the movie, Revenge of the Nerds. I love that movie. But, you can still see, you know, you can like something and still call out the problematic parts because there was a scene where one of the nerds was dressed in the same costume as one of the frat boys, that frat boy's girlfriend was Mm laying drunk in the bed and the nerd's like, Oh, here I go.
3: That's it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And, and I do like, I mean, acknowledging the time it's made and Yeah. A, I see your point there, Jim, but I also feel like it is 2021 and we are looking at things through a different lens now. Mm -hmm. And I think it is, you know, calling it out for what it is. But I also do think that there's a big point because they keep reiterating to Willow and Xander because Jesse was their friend and they keep reiterating that it's not Jesse anymore. It's a demon. So I think they're really trying to hit home the point that vampires are bad, which we know, but like they're really showing some of the sadism here. And like when the vampires come in, there's this cool like slow-mo shot that happens and Darla's leading the pack, which I just fucking love.
3: It reminded me of the, um, stra- or not the strangers, um, the purge, like whenever they're like, they're yeah. like walking up to the house. Yeah. Just skipping along. Oh, that's cool.
2: Um, but yeah, so, they they get in, and it's this whole performative thing where Luke's on stage, and he is, like, pulling people up and draining them one by yeah, one. And he
1: brings the bouncer up from the last episode. He brings him up to the stage. I mean, I thought it was shot nice. I thought it was shot well.
2: Yeah, I, I liked this scene. Um And, you know, Buffy has broken in through the back while... Uh, Giles, Willow, and Xander are trying to figure out a way to get him through the front and get the survivors out is what their plan is. So So it turns into this... Yeah. But it turns into this whole big fight scene.
3: But
1: yeah, you you get Luke and Buffy on the stage having this fight. And, like, I enjoy the fight. Like, I get you can't do a whole lot with it. Like, I'm an action movie guy. I like my action movies, but... I like that they did what they could do with the fight, but the end of the fight really kind of pissed me off. All
2: right. Okay. So what happens is that Buffy breaks, um, like a light cover right. and like, oh, you forgot about sunrise Luke, but it really isn't sunrise. It's a light bulb but it tricks him long enough for her to dust him. But here's what bothers me about that is Hocus Pocus came out in 1994 and they did basically the same thing to trick the Sanderson sisters.
3: Uh, the thing that got me with that is <laughs> doesn't she like drive the stick through his back? Yeah, yeah. but it's
1: still where his heart is.
3: Okay. I didn't, I thought they always had to do it from the front.
1: No. Uh-uh. Okay. But the, the part that, the part that bothered me about that scene is that, and I'm once again, I'm using logic on a TV show about vampires. I know. <laughs> but we established that he's not... Luke is not stupid. Mm-mm. He's, you know, if you're going to be the right-hand man of the master, he does have some sort of intelligence attached to him. So when she's like, oh, it's sunlight, he's like, ah! ah and I was like, if you're there, and it has to... Be, I would say maybe we'll go ten, eleven o'clock in the evening, we'll say. Yeah, like and so. It's like, how would you not know if you're a vampire? You should know when the sun rises.
2: How would so? Maybe if you've been alive for centuries, time just uh, stops really mattering. Yeah, it, but it's it like, just flows the way it flows.
1: You'll have us on once like again on a the school night. It's the fact that oh, so you would have all of a sudden this makes it seem like Luke's assuming that they're there at four or five in the morning.
3: Well, we don't really know how long he's been there. Like you know. Attacking these people because it seems like he's been like slowly bringing more and more people up on stage and, you know, drinking their blood for a while
1: when when it's all said and done, it's still dark outside. Once everybody leaves. So I can see like, Oh, they leave, they, you know, they established that it's sunrise. So people have literally been there all night. But when it's all said and done, it's still dark. I'm like, it makes it seem like he's so stupid. Like he, for a guy that's portrayed as intelligent for, the majority of two episodes for him to be all of a sudden a dunce for like the last two minutes that he's there.
3: I kind of just took it as him, like having like a flinch, like a reaction, just like he saw white suddenly and it like freaked him out. And, uh, yeah. It sure. was drawn out just a little bit too long. Like I can see it being like an initial reaction and then realizing mm-hmm. it's not son. But you know, I think they needed to give Buffy enough time to, you know, get that steak and get him.
2: I also, I'm going to throw this out there. This is a pin for the entire podcast, not just this episode, because it will come up in later episodes. And it also comes up in Angel the series. But I take some issue with the fact that Luke is treated like the most important right-hand man for the master. And Darla is treated as less than important. Mm -hmm. Just remember that for future episodes. I'll talk about it more later.
1: Once uh, once again, once you realize how uh, not good of a person Josh Whedon is, like
0: allegedly,
1: uh, yeah, allegedly, um, like you don't see this at first, like when you first watch it, or you're not familiar with his alleged situation. But once you realize it and you see it, it's very, very obvious.
2: Yeah, for a show that's meant to turn the trope of like the little blonde damsel in distress on its head. There is a lot of like misogyny written into the script and plot.
1: And I didn't realize it until I started watching it again for the podcast. I was like, Oh my, uh, Oh, Oh.
0: So are you sure I, I should watch this now? We're like, yeah, this, this show is basically for my here. Uh, it's got like a British pedophile. <laughs> and it's got like a skateboard who can't skateboard, and it's got uh, like rape and, and uh, basically misogynistic, and oh, uh, teenage bondage. Like, uh,
3: To be fair,
2: at the point that Jesse was in the bondage, he was no longer a teenager, he's a vampire.
1: Oh, okay, well, yeah. But and, and to be fair, <laughs> the show is, even with the real life problems some people may or may not have allegedly had. It's still a good show.
2: And the whole reason, this is a tricky conversation to have without any spoilers. Um, The -hmm. whole reason Buffy, like the character, the whole reason she is as successful as a slayer that she is, is because she does the opposite of what our patriarchal society And the lore of the Slayer creation is intending for her to do, which we can talk about in more detail when we get to those episodes that give us some more of that background. Um, But her as a character is really um, like there, there are some really, truly awesome moments with that. Yeah. And, 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 and there's the, a lot to talk about,
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, with the, the one thing that they do touch on in the first episode, and they touch on throughout the series, there's only one slayer in the world at one time, yeah. So, Buffy's the only slayer in the whole world. Mm-hmm. So, so what, are are the,
3: what are people in other countries supposed to do? Die, oh, yeah, yeah basically, they're, they're fast, <laughs> man.
0: And Thank then,
1: God for the airplane. Buffy has to, or whoever the slayer is, has to actually die. Nah. Before we haven't no, no, established
2: no. that lore yet.
1: No, didn't they? No. Okay, never mind. Delete. That won't
2: come up until um near the end of the season.
1: Okay, well then disregard. I didn't say anything. Shh. okay. Right. We can edit it. So
0: <laughs> my main question, and and this this gets into spoilers. You know, you don't have to answer. It, appeared, it, it appears. It appears. It seems from an outsider's point of view that the you know, even the terms the master and the watcher and whatnot, the slayer, they're all written for like a very old religion. Yeah. A, a very and it doesn't necessarily mean it has to be truthful. It's just people trying to impose a certain set of rules on something that may not apply
3: anymore. Yeah, basically. Okay. Cool. See? Okay, that's you.
2: All right. <laughs> Travis, do you want to talk about this closing scene?
3: Um yeah, basically, so they just go back to the next day. And they're at school and nobody gives a (laughs) fuck that, like, you know, half of their, you know, their class is dead now. Nobody brings it up. Everybody's, like, super happy about it, too. They're like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever.
2: Cordelia's like, I heard it was gangs.
3: Yeah. And, like, Buffy was there and she knew the people and, you know, it was really weird. That's that. Like, they just don't even acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I like how Giles is like, well, I think we're going to be together for many more adventures, not just vampires, but uh, all manner of like,
1: spookies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Know, like. So this is done. It's over. We're finished. Right. He's like, no, because, you know, there's succubi and werewolves and this and that. And you're like, oh, they thought this was a one and done. Giles is like, yeah, not even close. We're, we're literally the school's literally on an entrance to hell.
3: Sound like basically they're just setting up the rest of the series. Like, oh, yeah, we can have, you know, like yeah. Jim said, we can even have weppercons
1: yeah. There we
3: go. Damn right. Everyone can have once in a while. This <laughs> is, this is the one of the things of,
0: about the Buffy universe. That it, yeah, so the, sc- the students didn't say anything the next day, really. But, okay, if I am in the, at the bronze, it's called. If I'm at the bronze, this dude's just like bringing people up to eat. Why don't I just leave? Like I, I think I might have missing that part.
2: Other other vampires regarding the door, oh, not like, letting anybody Hulkie. out. Yeah. And why don't
0: they just kill? Uh, okay. So it's like the is it the more afraid they are, the more powerful the blood is, or is just period, just kind of like ah, screw it, we could have killed you all in like five seconds, but we're just kind of dragging this out because Luke
2: had to be the one to drink their blood because he was the vessel for the master.
1: Huh. Is so he when could- they put the mark on the forehead?
3: Okay. Also, uh, this makes it hard for me to buy the fact that nobody else in this world believes in vampires because they just witness a guy sucking blood from so many people.
2: They rationalized it away
3: by a gang.
2: Yep. Uh, yeah. Just, just you wait till season three, sir.
0: Bath okay. salts. <laughs> it's all bath salts. The guy's
3: just eating a face
0: off. So this is how it ends. That that's how the season. Uh, season wow. Well, the episode ends. Yep. Yep. That's 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 a. Uh, it, you know it, it's amazing i am not i'm not I'm not, so, I'm not convinced yet and that's all
2: it's a that's fun so. little shot too because it's got like this happy boppy music that sounds like the end out of a typical like 90s teen <laughs> sitcom <laughs> i just kind of like the way that it's done cuz they've had this whole big serious thing and then it's like
1: it's a metals commercial love it (laughs) yeah it's like everybody's dead (laughs) (laughs) it's like it almost reminds me of going back we were talking a little bit about anime earlier where it's like oh this is like i dabbled anime my friends i'm the one, basically the one of my friends with the ability to watch anime and i've noticed like oh this is a deep dark episode and Here's the theme. I'm like, didn't somebody just get eaten by a dragon? And <laughs> you,
2: you literally <laughs> almost did the Dragon Ball. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, and
1: it's like, oh my God, he's died. And he was such a valued member. <laughs> then,
3: it's all in good fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, I've always found yeah. that part of anime interesting.
3: You should uh, listen to the Death Note intro. I,
1: I, that's what I was about
2: <laughs> to say. The Death Note in- intro is fucking awesome.
0: I'm still not sold on this one, this intro. But this is shaping up. This is shaping up, and really, I I can kind of see it played out in my mind right now, and I can't wait for for a little, not too much of a spoiler, a little preview. What's the next episode called? Which the, ne- the next one? Which 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 the oh it's, my god okay. the it's, next it's, episode was what, what is this was? It's about our witch.
3: First?
2: Who's on first? I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: <coughs> uh, oh shit I was, I was sold on that one <laughs> <laughs> I was like god damn it Jim
1: give <laughs> a Jim I'm a vampire not a doctor oh, yeah.
0: and with that I'm Jim Phoenix on behalf of my ensemble we got Travis we got Jess we got Xander we're gonna say thanks everyone see you next time when we're watching which episode they never told me I don't know bye everyone <laughs>